Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today, we'll be talking to our friend, Brennan. Good evening. About her life as an actress. This episode is sponsored by Audible. Be sure to check out our link in the description at audibletrial.com slash connection, and be sure to listen for more later in the podcast. Fact of the day, one of David Bowie's most famous features are his eyes, which seem to be two different colors. However, while both of his eyes were indeed blue, his left was permanently dilated after he was punched in the face by a friend over a girl when he was 15 years old. Do you think do you think he's still friends with that guy? Or do you think he was still friends with that guy? No. No? I I would hope so. I 15 years old is a little little young to be getting in lifetime grudges, but buddy, if you punched me in the eye, I think I'd be pretty upset at you. I'm sure I've hurt you in some way, like physically hurt you. You've hurt me you mentally. <laughs> well, well, I mean, that, that's, that's a given. <laughs> I mean, teenagers are brutal. Brutal. So I can only imagine. You know what? They might be better friends. They might be the best. Well, not now, but rest in peace, really? David Bowie. But, you know, they're probably friends for a long time. Like, remember that time? <laughs> like I'm, like when teenage boys he- just headbutt each other until they say mercy <laughs> yeah what? or when they all band together and say hey hold on to your chin as hard as you can and then twist and then everyone came into school with bruises on their chin hold on to your chin and twist you remember that that was a trend that went around our school I never even heard of that yeah um I remember I'm not going to say their names. <laughs> I'm going to say all their names. This person. Um, they know who they are, but they it was just like a group of friends, and I had class with all of them. They all came in with these huge bruises on their chin, and I said, what did you do? And they're like, oh, we held onto our chins, pulled down, and twist as hard as we could. What? <laughs> <laughs> Like, that, it, that, it was awesome. That reminds me of like yeah. that that short few months where people were choking each other out for for fun. Those one MMA became popular. I run like well, go figure. I remember that. Oh my gosh. Brennan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Um, so, like all our other previous guests, we all went to school with each other. Uh, so, why don't you tell the great people listening to, to this podcast, who is Brennan? Well, I am an actress. Woo! Uh, <laughs> we applause. Um, well, I am also a... Oh, thank you. That was so nice. <laughs> Um, I'm also a walking stereotype, and I am a waitress. Um, <laughs> very glamorous side. Um, yeah, I've I've done stage work. Um, beginning to work in film as well. Uh, most of my career has been on a 
on a stage rather than behind a camera. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, now I'm working. Now I'm working on that and just kind of broadening my horizons. Nice. Do you prefer actor or actress? Either or. Um, I find that some people get turned off um, when they see on a resume actor versus actress. Um, it's an interesting topic because I don't find actor to wholeheartedly be uh, specifically for male. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I like them both. I try to use actress because when they hear my name or they read my name, they think boy, generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they see, you know, they, they see uh, my name, and then they see my headshot, then they're just confused. Like, wait a minute, Brennan, Brennan is my, you know, my brother's name. I'm, you know, so it, it's a big question like, right off the bat. So I try to stick with actress just to get that confusion out of the way. Because mm-hmm. there are some uh, companies, production companies and casting directors who don't want to see a, a headshot. They want to see just a, a video reel. Um, but some people won't even look at that. It just depends on essentially what the audition is. If I'm walking in, either one. Right. So do they sort of care to see like a cover letter type thing where it shows what sort of productions you've been in before, or is it like wholly based on uh, film reels? In my experience, it's a mishmash of both. It really depends down to the company to the casting directors, to the staff. Um, I've had, in film, they generally ask for video reels. Um, I get more with film video reels and a resume, Hmm. or cover letters are more, uh, they're more sought after now than they ever were. Mm I've never had to write as many cover letters as I have in the last few years. (laughs) Um, I've been acting for about, 11 um 11 years if you count high school um but yeah in the last like three i want to say there's been more cover letters um more cover letters and a headshot some people just want to see a headshot um some directors won't even read your resume they just do it out of formality mm-hmm. that sounds really bad but it, it's it's true there's um when you mail in which I had never done. But um, I was watching an interview that someone held with Elijah Wood, and he worked for a casting director. And while he did so, he might have been an intern or whatnot, but they grabbed a big stack of it, threw away all these people's headshots and resume, and then handed him a tiny stack and said, pick from those. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It was it was an eye opening interview to watch. Um, I don't know if I can find it again on the internet or if it's still around, but I I was like, look that, that is an interesting perspective. <laughs> you know, I never realized. Um, but Pittsburgh is a little different. Um, I've I've noticed. I don't want to say it's more relaxed, but it's it is very different. Pittsburgh is a small pool, and a lot of people tend to know each other. Um, mm-hmm. So you kind of have to gauge what people are looking for um they most are up front and tell you i'm looking just for a headshot because i if you don't have the look i'm looking for 
I'm not going to waste my time right. digging mm-hmm. deeper, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is great when you know exactly what people are looking for. And uh, while I was working, I work at the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival, mm-hmm. um, as you may know, and I, as of last year, became a, an assistant director. Oh, so I, yeah. So how um, does how does that work? Like, how did you reach that that point? That was a decision made among the other directors. Uh, there's there's more than just one or two. There's a kind of like a board. So you have your your two. Um, kind of like a hierarchy in a way. So you have your two main directors and everyone else underneath of that is a an assistant director. And how that really boils down is they sat down every year. Um, we have a meeting. And in that meeting, they discuss, do we think it is necessary to bring another person on, you know, just in case, what should happen, what have you. Um, and they picked me, which was really cool. I never, ever thought that that would happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it was very cool. So for us, for example, we, um, we, with our audition notices, we try to lay everything out as clear as crystal as we possibly can so people don't come in with a lot of questions. Not that questions are bad, but I know from an acting standpoint, I don't, I don't want to ask a bunch of questions Right. of like, you want this, is this what you're looking for? Is this a paid opportunity? Is it not paid? I want, I want to know everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I personally try to do as a director is like, you know, try to make things as concise as I can. Right. Um, so, that was a long-winded answer. I'm sorry. No, no. That, <laughs> oh no, that's, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, there's a lot of insight that we we just let like if just g- just go. <laughs> there isn't there is no stop button, <laughs> buddy. What were you gonna say? Uh, yeah. So I was gonna ask uh, how you ended up getting started in all this. I, you started in high school, like you said, but um, uh, more moving from high school because uh, in high school it's like you know you try out and then they sort of find a spot for you. How do you go and pursue those types of, that type of work? Well, everyone has their own start. Uh, I decided to go online and look up uh, theater companies in the Pittsburgh area and just kind of see who was um, auditioning at the time. Um, I actually, I forgot about this. This was right after we graduated, and about a couple months after we graduated in September, I went to audition for a cruise line. It was Norwegian Cruise Lines in New York City. So I drove. Oh, I remember um, you telling, all, telling us about this. Yeah. Sorry. All ten, <laughs> all ten hours um, to Manhattan, and the audition was at Pearl Studios. And I stayed across the street at the New Yorker so I wouldn't have far to walk. Mm-hmm. And... That was quite an experience. I was deathly ill when I went to audition. I didn't plan on getting sick, but I was very ill. I, I had bronchitis, and oh, 
Oh, yeah. I had enough medicine with me to knock out a horse. And I was like, man, I hope no one checks my bag because I might get in trouble. Like, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it, you know. Um, so it, it takes me a long time to get into my hotel room. And because uh, I didn't have the, the card on me. My mom paid for me, which was very kind of her. And and she can't hear me. But, <laughs> but you know, mom, thank you so much. Uh it took a long time to get in the hotel room, and that we got that situated out. Uh, next day, I can't find Pearl Studios. It is telling me I have my phone open with the GPS and everything, walking around, walking around Times Square, not finding it. It was oh, literally no. right across the street from me. <laughs> I wasn't late, thank goodness, but I had called my aunt, and she's on her Google saying it should be right there. <laughs> like it said, the realtor's office. I can't go in there. It was. It was actually upstairs from that office. Oh. Um, yeah, it was very interesting because the one I, I thought I got there and I was on the floor where they were auditioning Annie. I'm going, well, that's not right. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's the next floor up. Go to the next floor up. And there are hundreds of people in that room. Hundreds. Oh yeah, and it was just for a course call. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at all these, all these beautiful people just around me, and like some of them are stretching because they're gonna go and tap dance, which I am not a dancer. So they, they're all getting ready in their corner, and and then they call us all in. They're like, all right, you, 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 you. They grab twelve of us, and they line us up, and they go, you guys are going in next. I said, what? <laughs> all twelve of us <laughs> together? <laughs> but it's gonna be more like. All twelve of us together, and they're like, "Yes." <laughs> it's like, "Oh man, she must be a baritone." Um, <laughs> so they fit us all in, and I watch. I'm the last one to go. Thank goodness they don't get to watch <laughs> twelve other people on top of the the four sitting at the table. Mm. Um, they all don't get to hear me suffer. So they they all sing and they do wonderful. And the person before me is like, "You got this." I was like, "Don't make me cry. Thank you so much." <laughs> so everyone leaves. I'm the last one to go. I go up to the pianist, hand him my music, show him my cuts. I was like, "I did my research. You're supposed to do cuts." Little eighteen year old me thinking I know I can do it, even though I can't even speak. Like words are not escaping my mouth. Like I don't know. So I get there, and, and the woman at the table, the, um, the casting director, um, she says, All right, darling, go ahead oh, and, and tell us your name and what you're going to sing. And I'm just, I'm just a sucker for accents. So she started talking to me, and I was like, What? It's like, whoa. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that voice. So I'm already, I'm already like, oh, all right. So I look at the camera try to say my name like my name is Brennan <laughs> and I will be singing I had to restart and they were very patient with me which was great um, and they let me restart I croak my whole way through believe and the people that went in before me like two people came out to me and said how'd you do I said oh it was bad <laughs> it was bad <laughs> I said but hey it was nice talking with you break legs, I hope you get in, and left, and then went back home. Um, but it was a very humbling experience. I wish that everyone, when they're straight out of high school, and just just think that they have the world on their shoulders, just a little, just a little humbler of, 
this is what it's like. Because they're only picking, for a chorus call, 15 at max. Not in, like not including the lead characters and supporting. I mean, a total of 30 people will be in the show mm-hmm. at the most. So to show how many hundreds of people were in these rooms, it really put into perspective, this is a dog-eat-dog world. You know, mm. you're going to have to try your hardest. So I came back home, and about a year later, um, I auditioned for a place called the Comtra Theater in Cranberry. It is still open and functioning. Uh, and the first show I did there was Shrek the Musical. <laughs> who were you? It, 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 oh, who was I? Yeah. I was a villager. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> I was um, ensemble. And uh, they made me part of the featured dancers, which I don't know why. I, I think the director, um, who I've worked with many times after, he was like, you can dance. I'm like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you if you believe me. Um, like, I, that's one thing, too, is you always have to be really willing to learn. And I, I say I'm not a dancer, but I've been told I move well which is great, mm-hmm. um, but I'm always willing to learn. If, if I don't know how to do something, I don't pretend to be the smartest person in the room. You know, go ahead. if you're willing to get, take the time to teach me, I will learn, and then I will push myself to learn and, and all that fun, all that jazz. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, like, since then, I just kind of kept going. I um, auditioned for a, uh opera opera company. It's um, the... The Pittsburgh Savoyards, and they do Gilbert and Sullivan operettas, mm-hmm. which are one wonderfully hilarious. And um, the the people there are absolutely great, and they know a lot of people. And a lot of acting is networking. Right. A lot of people don't. It, it is. It's it's really you know who you know, and through them, I made a lot of connections. And they were looking for another person. Uh, in the, to be ensemble to dance and lo and behold my director from Shrek ended up being in the show with me and I was oh my goodness hello <laughs> I know him right that's <laughs> um, that's gotta be nice having someone you know there like it's gotta take some yeah. of the pressure off it absolutely did as, as welcoming as everyone is it's almost overwhelming because theater people have a lot of a lot of energy and it's kind of unsettling at first because it's just like a, a wall of energy just like flying at you and you're like, oh, oh, you're very excited and I want to be excited as you are, but I'm so nervous. <laughs> what is happening? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, they are, they were very, very welcoming and, and he, that director was very much like, you know, Hey, look at that. We're in the same show. And it, it, it really took a lot off my chest. And my dance partner in that show ended up being like 14. Oh. <laughs> he went, yeah, they're like, you're, you're both really small. We're going to pair you together. And um, it's, it's really cool. Like he, he was very, he was also very nervous. He's like, this is my, I, I think it was his first show with the company as well. So we had that mutual, I'm new too, mm-hmm. um, moment. And and now he's now he's a um, he's a cellist. Like he he wasn't when we met. He was in school, but now he's graduated and out of college. And I'm very proud of that boy. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, uh, uh, it's it's really cool. So I just kept going to as many auditions as I could. Um, so are they are yeah, some? Go ahead. Are all the auditions like kind of the same, or are they very different? Is each one very different? Most of them, if it's for a musical, most of them have the same setup. So if it's a musical, some of them ask for 16 to 32 bars of a contemporary song. Um, that That's usually the same. Um, not all of them are contemporaries. If, if you're doing a show like The Sound of Music, they really don't want you doing a, a contemporary song. Unless that's what the, the director wants. But mm. generally, they want you to do something in the style of the show. Right. Some... Mm. Some people don't want you to do songs from the show. Some of them want you to. It it's really just depends on what they ask for. But you're going to usually sing something, or do things for that matter. Uh, they will ask that you bring a up-tempo contemporary song and a um, contrasting song. Or you'll have a uh, 16 to 32 bars of of this kind of song with a one-minute monologue. Hmm. Some, it really depends. So with, with, a, with an opera company, they'll generally ask for... Uh, opera, they ask for a lot. It depends <laughs> on what you're auditioning for. So with opera, they'll ask, we want two... I want to say it's two arias, um, one in a different language, Whoa. one in English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's not it's not like we want 32 bars, it's like we want the whole song. Oh wow. Yeah, so so it's for chorus calls they usually ask for two. I want to say if you want like a lead role, you have to have like three to four songs ready off the top of your head. Goodness. Um you have to bring yeah, bring your music. Um Oh yeah. So opera that's why I haven't broken too hard into the full on opera companies. It's it's a lot of work and I'm I get very terrified. I'm like, I gotta do what? <laughs> I'm like I know German to an extent. <laughs> um yeah, so, yeah. And so is that where you Oh sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Oh no. I'm trying to stand still. <laughs> it's <We're... laughs> So is that where you wanted to end up in uh, in opera, or uh, is that sort of like the next next logical step in as far as uh, uh, sort of like showing off your acting prowess? Well, um, yes and no. I, it's more I definitely when I first started um, with my aspirations to become an, an actor, I thought I was going to be a Broadway star and. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna do all the all the tap dances, and I'm gonna. It didn't end up that way. So I will say because I haven't tapped into opera um, dead on. Like operettas is a light opera, so it's not quite as heavy. There's lines within it. Um, as far as opera goes, that is still a milestone, if you will, that I haven't hit, and I would like to one day be in a full opera production like. La Traviata, or it's, it's something, something huge. Right. Mm -hmm. um, or oh, Hamlet, it's all in French, oh. but Ophelia's aria is insane, and I love it, 
and I, uh, you get to be insane. I'm like, that's what I want. I want to be. I want to be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the most fun characters. I'm like, I don't want to be the the you know cheery, happy one. I've played that many times, and while it is fun, it's really fun to play those unhinged characters. Right. They are so fun, and oh, like that's that's something you want. You're like, I want. I want to make people uncomfortable, which I have. I definitely... <laughs> Maybe I should take up acting. <laughs> I actually wanted. Hey, never too late to start. <laughs> I actually want to jump back to the auditions real quick because we talked about the theater and um, opera. What's a film audition like? So, as of late, they've been send in because they don't because of covid they don't want people you know seeing each other face to face or handshaking or anything so Mm -hmm. it's been a lot of online submissions video submissions so that will be something like send us a headshot and we will see if you fit what we're looking for and then they'll ask generally they'll ask just for a video reel a resume a headshot um I don't have a video reel. I'm still working on that. Um, eventually, I will get one. What exactly is a my video friends. reel? So a video reel is, it's kind of like a trailer of what you've done. Okay. So you kind of go through, you get uh, snidbits, technical term, snidbits. <laughs> so you have your, your bits of, of things that you've done. And uh, that's mo- they, with the video reel, they ask that it's all film mm-hmm. i i don't think they would like if i was like oh let me just take this <laughs> this recording of this i'm not sure if they would enjoy that much mm-hmm. um haven't tried it yet though i guess i should just to see what happens <laughs> um <laughs> that that's honestly been most of my career is this is not what they're asking for but we'll see what happens and just doing it and then if i don't hear anything then they didn't like it <laughs> um well, that's just that's just how like every job need every uh, starting position needs three years of experience. Now it's just just one of those things. Just j- yeah, just agree to it. Be like, yeah, I got that. No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing here. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Um, I'm sorry. Where where were we? Uh, film auditions. Um, that's... Film auditions. Video reels. That's where yeah. we were at. <laughs> Uh, I I literally just like my brain just stopped for a minute and was like <laughs> Look, I'm blonde, leave me alone. Um I'm allowed one blonde moment a day. No, um, that was it. I'm keeping tabs. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. Um Yeah, so with auditions the, the, sometimes the directors or whoever you send your um your your video reel too they'll get back to you with sides from the movie and want you to either record yourself reading it Mm -hmm. or if it's traditional way of auditioning um then you're in the audition room and someone will read with you and there'll be a, a table of like four five sometimes three but usually more than that people at a table watching your audition so you'll have like director assistant director producer um uh ass- assistant to 
a direct, you know, it's just an assistant to the regional manager. English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like assistant to the I'm like assistant stage manager. I'm like stage manager is not right. <laughs> That's in theater auditions. Um, yeah, but with film, it ends up being a little bit different. So it, it, it it's kind of the same. But when you have the limitation, or I guess maybe the open opportunity, to audition with a video, I mean, with a video, you can take as many takes as you want. Right. So there's there's kind of that. There's there's a bit of leniency in that where you can record yourself as many times as you want and mess uh, mess up as many times as you want, and and then you can pick, you know, you can pick all the from each video that you've shot and then you can send it in. So it's like you're getting however many takes you needed mm-hmm. to get that shot in. It's kind of interesting when you think about it because then you can edit and tweak. So it might make it a little bit harder on directors when they're like, well, you know, how many do we know how many times they recorded this? Right. Mm-hmm. How many times did it take them to get this shot? Um hopefully people are, you know, you're, you hope that, you know, who you pick's a good one. Um, and that's something, too, just trying to make sure that um, you have someone who you know you can work with. That's a real big thing. Trust is, is such a big thing in film or on stage. You have to have that level of respect mm-hmm. and understanding of of what you're doing. And it, it's it's a lot of... You know, I trust you to do your job, and you trust me to do mine, and it's it's a lot of give and take, um, mm. in, in in that realm. I mean, I think that's with every job. You have you have a level of respect and and understanding of of your superiors. Right. So. So I mean, yeah. So how many films have you been in then? Well, let me see. I've um been an extra twice um i was on what is that movie they changed they didn't have a name and now it has a name it's a seth rogan movie um an american oh. pickle oh that was in pit was that in pittsburgh yes oh um, yes. Wait, it's Am- be- it says it- american go ahead american pickle yes it's not out yet no oh it's, okay uh, it's it's, it's- it's Seth Rogen playing his like great grandfather. Seth Rogen playing Seth Rogen's great grandfather or something. It's interesting. That's I don't know how I haven't heard that. I like Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> it should be coming out. It says it, it's coming out in August, but I don't know. With a lot of theaters mm-hmm. closed, but we will see. I'm hoping. I'm hoping to see it. It's a very interesting. It's a story about a man, like a man who works in a pickle factory and he falls in this is on imdb i'm not making any spoilers don't come after me Uh, (laughs) it's um yeah a man falls into a a pickle factory falls into a vat of pickles and then somehow is woken up into this century that's fantastic it's very (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome but, like, when we were filming, we didn't know. Like, we barely knew anything at all. Um, so we're like, do you know what this movie's about? And we're like, no, but Seth Rogen's in it. Did you get to meet him? No, there were a lot of rules. 
Mm. Um, we were debriefed beforehand. It was more of a, um, not in like a rude way or anything. They're like, he's very busy. If he talks to you, cool, but don't run after him, all right? Like, right. be a respectful mm. guy. Don't trample him. Give him his space. He's working. We're like, aye, aye, Captain. So you got to, so oh. you got to see him, but you didn't talk oh, to yeah. him. He was about ten feet away from me, and I was like, "Oh man!" <laughs> <laughs> just like, awesome. Oh, so, so they just sort of bring you, bring you to the spot, and like tell you that's what you're, or that's you. They tell you to do something, and then you just kind of do it, and that's how they sort of keep you away from the actual plot of the movie. <laughs> kind of. So extra work is very different from everything else. Um, Without extras, movies don't have that sense of you're in a real place. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, we had a lot. There were a lot of extras. Um, we were There was hundreds of us. So it's kind of like hurting. You know, <laughs> they, they, get you, they get you your costume about a week in advance, and then they're like, all right, don't change anything about yourself, all right? No blue hair. You know, don't. Mm. Keep, keep everything the same come in, <laughs> come in with no makeup and we have hairdressers so don't do your hair have it clean please have it clean <laughs> you know and, just, and and you get very extensive emails of like make sure that this is how this is mm. um you know yeah i love that don't dye your hair no blue hair um <laughs> so yeah we had that and and then they would um it's a lot of kind of waiting around that doesn't sound glamorous, but I mean, it, there's a lot of things that they have to do. Um, they have to do close-ups of, of the actors, and they have to go through every um, angle of just the main actors. So to get the rest of us in, we're like, all right, we're coming in for the wide. Time to bring everybody in. they got to bring in hundreds of people in and get them all quiet. And um, they're, they're people from all different ages. Um, I was given a family of five, and then my family of five ended up being a family of four. Um, and they kept changing my kids. <laughs> like, you have two kids. Just kidding. You have too many kids. Give this kid to somebody else. Um, that must have been heartbreaking. <laughs> losing, get, having your children just ripped away from you. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. I did. I did. Um, yeah, so a lot of it's um, walk to the spot walk back, walk to the spot, walk back. Somebody coughed, get back there, you know. It's a lot of make sure that you're not making eye contact with the camera. Um, don't, yeah, make sure you're all really quiet. Um, yeah, so it, it, it's a lot. Of, extra work is very different. It's like nothing I've ever done, ever. Um, so how do you... Because now that I'm... Go ahead. How do you be casual in an environment like that? Because as, as an extra, you don't want to draw any attention to yourself whatsoever, I imagine. So how do you just, like, be, like, super casual? Like, there's no camera. There's not Seth Rogen right there. Um, I'm sure everyone has a different process. But I like to I like to think of, well, who, who am I? I know I'm an extra, but I still have to think of who I am. Um, and I was someone who is in a brand new place. It wasn't like a character I made up myself. Um, I I was an Ellis Island immigrant. That is what I, my title was. That's what I was, I'm not credited as such, but that was 
who I was. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, I knew, all right, I'm in a place I've never been. Right. Um, and I have, I have a kid, so I can talk with him, kind of talk with him, but not talk. Um, talk with the person that gave me to be my husband. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of just, what would you be doing in this situation? Right. So it's kind of like we were standing in line at a bank. If you're standing around at the bank and you've been there for a while, your feet hurt. So it's kind of, you know, are you going to, are you going to be slightly, uh, slightly fidgety or are you absolutely exhausted? Um, you know, you just came off of a boat. Are you a little sick? You know, just, it's, it's very, it's reminding, especially since I come from a theater background, uh-huh. you have the constant reminder of don't make it too big. Right. <laughs> we're not on stage they can see your pores and they're not even zoomed into your face like the, you know you don't have to make it big um, mm. it's more of a try to if let's pretend it's real life and and try not to make it too big although I am a bit dramatic <laughs> as is I talk with my hands a lot and make a lot of big gestures mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it's it's a i don't know how everyone else goes about it but i know i i have to remind myself you're not on stage don't make it that big so mm-hmm. in that in a scene i i'm trying to just picture a scene like that where you said you can talk to your kid or something do you actually audibly talk or do you just like mouth peas and carrots peas and carrots peas and carrots <laughs> Oh no, that's, if anything, we make that a joke mm. of, and we've been told, do not say, if you say anything, do not say peas and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. Um, yeah, that is that has been a note, not even just for film, but also on stage. Mm. Do not say peas and carrots, <laughs> I can see. Uh. I, have, um, I have friends that go to shows and try to find the peas and carrots actor, and, um, they're like, we found four. <laughs> Come back and report. I, um, I don't know if Jordan actually knows what we're talking about, buddy, do you? I, I think I can get from the context. Okay. But you just say nonsense, but you default your nonsense to peas and carrots. That That's what we originally were taught in theater class or in musicals in that's high school. That's funny. I love that. <laughs> it's like theater watching bingo. <laughs> it, oh, it is you know <laughs> you just put that idea in my head and that sounds awful but i kind of want to make a bingo board i love it um no yeah um yeah that was something that we were taught to do um but it's not the i don't want to say it's not the best practice it's it's something that is an easy fallback however you don't want to you don't want to fall on that. Right. It's it's a nice way to start. It's something that you'll tend to grow out of as as you continue your career. I speak to people. I try not to make it audible as much as I can. Um, but I'll also tell whoever I'm with. It. So like the kid that was my son, I said, I'm going to say some things to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, but I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder if that's okay with you to signal that I'm going to say something and so you can turn to me and he was like okay 
Um, so it's, it's a, like I said, it's a lot of trust and it's a lot of, you know, is I'm going to try this. Is that okay? Or would it be all right if I tried? It's asking a lot of permission because you don't know what they have in their own mind right. for what they're going to do. Mm. So after a while, though, you get on the same wavelength as your scene partner. Right. Um, and after doing it, I mean, especially with extra work, you could be doing that's your that could be your whole day. That one scene of you walking in and walking back out. So it could be 30 takes. Um so in that aspect, you end up being like, all right, we did that last time. What do you want to try this time? Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be the most revolutionary thing that the director sees where he's going to be like, hey, you in the back. I love that. Like, it's, it's... <laughs> Keep doing that. <laughs> you're, really, you're really making yeah. Seth to shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great job. If anything, if, if you hear the director call you out, it's, hey... Um, you're blocking this, or don't lean on that. Don't break that. It's more of a cautionary thing. Um, I feel like that, like, that would be the scariest, being like being yelled at by the principal. <laughs> I've never seen it. Never been on set where anyone's yelled. Um, yeah, I was like, I've I've never had a really bad experience. Thank goodness, knock on wood. Um, every every film set that I've been on has been very giving, mm-hmm. very, everyone's been really kind and very, um, very supportive. And they'll be like, hey, like, that was a really great take. And I'll be like, what? Because in film, I think it's so ingrained in our heads that we, we've seen through film and, and other things where you expect people to be really cruel and mean. And I have not had that experience and I'm really, I'm really glad I haven't had those experiences. Um, it's just something that I wasn't used to. Something that I didn't think I was going to experience. Right. Because, so- I mean, you, you see movies of, of uh, like, like Mel Brooks in, in uh, Blazing Saddles, where the director gets off the chair and starts yelling at all the actors, and that's what, that's what we're kind of expected to happen. And then it doesn't, and it's wonderful. Mm. So what other uh, films have you done? Um, I've... That was a T... Uh, this one was a TV show. Um, I don't know if I made it on there at all, but it was, um... Mindhunter? I think it was season two, I think? I saw them advertising um, for that. That's on... That's a Netflix yeah. thing, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So I did get to um, experience that. There was only very few of us on set... Um, we were at um, the Carnegie Museum and Library. Uh, what is it? Andrew Carnegie Free Library Music Hall, which is where the Pittsburgh Swords perform. Um, so when I walked in, I was like, "Ah, oh, this is my second home. I know exactly where I'm going." And they're like, "Where are you going, ma'am?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know this place. Like blindfolded. Sorry." Mm. Um, but it was it it was great. Um, I got to actually talk. I didn't realize they were the um leads <laughs> i just started talking to them and they get my hair done and i was like oh i had no idea that's who i was talking to oops who probably shouldn't have done that who was it i can't remember their names that sounds awful um we'll, we'll, take, we'll take that part out of the podcast then <laughs> <laughs> you cut it um <laughs> i have to look it up 
<laughs> I'd have to look it up because I haven't actually watched all of Mindhunter. I watched a few episodes, but I can't remember. Uh, so, it, yeah, cut. <laughs> is it? I'll, 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 uh, wait. Are you looking it up, or do you want me to look it up? I can, I can look it up. Or we can have um, our producers look it up. Hey, guys, look it up. Is it Mind Hunter? You got, you got it, boss. I'll look it up right <laughs> now. Mind Hunter season two. Um, so is it easy to get into uh, as a, as an, uh, as an extra? I would like to say yes, but there's been times where there's certain extra uh, things that you'll never hear anything back on. Um, because they're looking for so many, the chances of you getting in are closer than with other films. Mm. Um, there's the the one call that I went to. I can't remember what they were, what film it was, but they had us all outside. Um, well, it didn't start outside, but we. Um, it was somewhere in the south side. Uh, they had to sign up and get pictures taken at this bar. Um, so they just had... It, the line went all the way around the block, like a couple blocks down, of people just trying to get their name written down and a picture taken to be on the list to be picked as an extra. So you might have 500 people come, but you only, you only need 50, right. 100, maybe 30, mm. maybe 5. So they're just they're kind of looking for a specific type, um, hoping hoping you're not too uh, loud, I guess, right. um, of an of an appearance. Like mm. if you have a mohawk and they don't want you to have that, then less likely you're going to be picked. Right. But if they're doing like we need people uh, with mohawks and you know whatever tattoos, then sure. Um, Sometimes some films they've just asked for. We need uh, a bunch of different people. We need people from all as much diversity as we can possibly get. It really just depends on what they're looking for. Mm. Um, like some scenes, they'll be like, "We need, we need like five blondes for this," and you're like, "All right." Um, it, it really, like I said, it really just, it really just depends on film to film. Right. Hmm. So. Uh... Running, <clears throat> running. Uh, I I want to try to bring it all together and oh boy, uh, I, I'm trying to remember my question. I had I had good phrasing. Now I'm thinking. Uh, so if you had your if you had your choice today, like what do you think would you want to be at the top of your IMDb page? Like what what do you think? What do you want to be known for as far as uh, going and being an actress or e even on e even in theater or uh, I guess those are also actresses, but any yeah. thespian like thing. <laughs> Goodness, uh, I mean, I feel like I've done a lot. Like I've I've done crew work, I've done set work, I've I've done stage, film, I've I've danced. Um, so there's there's I there's the only thing I haven't done. <laughs> Is lighting <laughs> so so I mean as far as um, I I don't know if I mean I'm a lead now in in the film that we're filming mm -hmm. and which is something I never thought I'd get um, which is awesome that's awesome and yeah I'm I'm very very blessed for that um, but 
I, I would just want, like, a, a legacy, if you will, I guess. I would want to be known as being a jack-of-all-trades. Like, there's nothing she hasn't done. If anything, I would like... My ultimate thing would be a... I own a theater company and, you know, direct, produce, what have you. I want to be able to have ha on my list of things, like, even on my IMDb page, that I've done, you know, actress, soundtrack, uh, director, producer. If I can get all those titles, cool. Mm. I, I think that would be really great. It might not happen, and it might happen. I don't know. Because um, I've directed a few shows. I've even been a fight captain for one, and <laughs> never thought I'd be trusted with that. But it was great, you know. Um, so there, there's things that, that I, I know I've done that um, you know, a lot of people won't ever see or, or know uh, unless they talk to me. But I, I just I love the craft of it. I love that every position has its own just glamour to it. it I, I don't know how else to put that. Like, there's, there's directing, which puts a lot of weight on someone, as, as most of it will with anybody. But it's being able with a... Uh-oh. Buddy? Uh-oh. I'm still here. Oh, no! <laughs> you're back! You're, you're back! I didn't realize I was gone! Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking I'm like, Oh, no! How long has it been gone? No, it was only, um... It wasn't super long. Yeah, only about a minute. Like, you you disappeared, and I immediately, like, wrote down the time and was like, oh, no! <laughs> Um, yeah, so what, what I was gathering out was I like to be a jack-of-all-trades to say that I've done it all and that I can almost pick from that point. You know, do I want to continue being an actress? Do I want to continue writing uh, plays and, and writing scripts and screenplays and what have you? Because mm. um, I've also done that as well. So it's there's just things that... You know, I haven't been in an orchestra in a while, and I would like to brush up on my clarinet skills and try <laughs> to get back in, into playing an orchestra, just just because I, I'm trying to be a Barbie, essentially. <laughs> Barbie did everything. Why can't I? Exactly. When's the last time you played clarinet? Like in a concert, or are you... <laughs> I, I'm like last week? <laughs> I, well, last so we, week in my house. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because... Uh, I guess I've never mentioned it on the podcast, but I we were in concert together, uh, uh, me and Brennan, and but I played con c percussion till like uh, sophomore year, and I've never touched a drum <laughs> since then. <laughs> really? I yeah, I have not. I realized I wasn't extremely good at it, especially compared to my peers. And I was like, do I want do I want to get better at this? And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> Yeah, I think I went to working out or something. Something more jockish to fit my aesthetic. I honestly, like, I, I, yeah, I haven't really picked up my clarinet since, like, a week ago. But, like, I haven't played since high school. So I'm mm. a little rusty on that. But I can play a mean cowbell. I play that every <laughs> year. <laughs> um, awesome. I try to pick up instruments as well. I try to pick up as many instruments as I can. I'm still not good at guitar. Um, I uh, picked up my brother's trumpet, uh, which he's probably going to be mad if he hears that. I'd be like, what is my <laughs> trumpet? 
yeah, but you're not home. So, <laughs> so, so I'm, um, I've been trying to teach myself how to play the trumpet. Um, I can almost play a full scale. So, woo, progress. <laughs> I can play a djembe, thanks to Mr. Ants. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that still has not left, and I I don't know if it was just because we had so much hilarity that I can't forget drumming to, like, Waukegan and, like, saying all those words <laughs> that would, like, help get the rhythm in our brains. Um, yeah, I, that's also something I try to do, too. I'm like, let's see if I can learn to play this uh, Middle Ages instrument. <laughs> Haven't bought any yet, but I really I really want to learn to play a sham. Sham. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a, it's very popular in, um, like Middle Eastern music, and it was highly used during the Renaissance and medieval time. Um, it's kind of like it's a double reeded instrument. It's very similar to an oboe, but the sound is um, kind of tinnier and more reedy, hmm. higher pitched than than a uh, oboe. Interesting. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Before because we're getting close to wrapping this up. I wanted to talk to you about this movie that you were cast as a lead in. All right. Uh, uh, I am playing... Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I actually did some creeping. You're playing Nancy Johnson <laughs> in the movie Midnight's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, yes, I am. What can you tell us without getting in trouble? <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> They said I don't have to cut my hair. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's something the, the listeners don't may not know is you have extremely long hair, and you have ne- I have I don't know if you've ever cut it since we've known you. Um, I've trimmed it, but yeah, nothing, nothing crazy. I've never been like, let's chop it all off. Um, <laughs> definitely thought about having a Britney moment, but I've never <laughs> succeeded. Um, yeah, yeah, I have very, very long hair. Um, it's definitely longer now than it ever has been, and that was my big question. I said, um, hey, before I sign this contract, do I have to cut my hair? And they're like, oh, no, keep it. Sweet! (laughs) Um, yeah. So the film is Midnight. It is a remake from the 1982 film, also by the same name. It is created by John A. Russo, who also created, um, alongside with George Romero, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, hmm. that's cool. Yeah. I'm like double checking myself. I'm like, it wasn't Dawn of the Dead, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I say the wrong movie. <laughs> Producers, let's get on that. Um, yes. So it is being directed by uh, Gary Lee Vincent, who I believe he's from Pittsburgh. I might be wrong. He might be from West Virginia. But he's a local, a local guy. Um, and everyone on set's really nice. Um, that's one thing for sure. We have a lot of just, it sounds so silly to be like, they're so nice. I'm like, no, they are. They're really, really great. Um, I've only it's, I've only filmed a few days, um, a few scenes mm-hmm. so far. Um, our big chunk of filming is coming up in a couple of weeks, uh, which I'm excited about. A little nervous because, I mean, I can't not have nerves. If I don't have nerves, there's something wrong with me. Right. Uh, check. Does she have a pulse? Um, <laughs> yes. So, uh, yes, it is Night of the Living Dead. I had to double check myself. And 
He's from Clarksburg, West Virginia. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I say, I'm like, I think Pittsburgh's wrong. Um, yes. Let me see. What else can I disclose? So, Nancy, uh, I I want to say I can, I can say this. So, it's, if, it, if, it's, her, be honest, if her questionable about it, I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I just want to give like a, a nice synopsis of, of the film. So the film is about Nancy Johnson. She leaves home and ends up finding herself in a worse situation. Um, it's I don't even know if I can expand on that. You don't. You don't have. <laughs> gonna... You don't have to. I will have you on again when the movie's actually done, and you can. Uh, promote it even more. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. And then I'd actually fully know, fully know what I can say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So far, nothing is is too too uh, too crazy yet. I know as filming will take place, there's going to be more action, mm. and I'm really excited about that. I get really excited about any action shots. Um, <laughs> I'm not quite sure when Midnight plans to come out. That is information i don't have mm -hmm. um i i do get that question a lot when's it coming out I'm like i don't know <laughs> um sometime i don't know um yeah nancy is a very she's um a devout catholic hmm. so um yeah so her so with her being a devout catholic she comes across people who are quite the opposite of her right. um i want to say quite the opposite but also kind of similar if you think about it um it's it's not a no i don't even want to say that <laughs> don't say um, so there's, there's like there's like a, a hierarchy of i don't want to say hierarchy but there's a there's several different sub-genres within the genre of horror films mm -hmm. so you have like your your teens you have a slasher you have gore you have and this one i would say is more like Closer to like thriller, not not thriller suspense, but like thriller. Uh, it's like a good, a good old-fashioned horror film. That's the way I can put it. Um, it's it's not like where it's all all blood and guts. It's 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 a good a a, a good old-fashioned horror film. Because um, I know lately a lot of films have been like. We want blood, gore, guts. Want all of it. Mm. You know, we're like Final Destination. I know that's kind of dated, but I love Final Destination. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Anytime I can talk about it, let's do it. Um, <laughs> like that is that is extremely. Uh, that's kind of like on the line of like science, science fiction horror as well as uh, very gory. Um, this one, I don't know what the rating will be on it mm. um i believe it will be r uh i like i said i don't know right. yet um but uh they i will be playing guitar nice so that's go. cool <laughs> i'm <laughs> learning um yeah so, i mean it's you very, it's very new. It's very fresh. And this actually gave you. Is it? Does this give you an IMDb credit? Because I saw. I looked it up on there too, and your name and, and photo appeared. So I was like, "Holy crap! She's on IMDb now." I am. It's a. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um. That's they. Uh, that. That's part of. Um. 
part of the contract. They said, we will give you an IMDb page. And I, I didn't believe that. I was like, no. And then I look, and there's my name. And, mm. well, you know, like, I, I, you can find me on the internet now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm hoping, too, because there's another film that I, I did in October, and it's not quite done yet, but that one I'm hoping also uh, will come out soon, and everyone will know about What's... that. It's called The First Night of Summer. First Night of Summer. Yes, and I don't know if that one is on on that website, um, but I that one is also, that is directed by Mark Shuba, a wonderful director. Um, very, very uh, from from um, our area, uh, too, and he's, um, he has a great team, and they're wonderful as well. Just plugging that movie, too, when that one comes out. We'll have you uh, back on for that, too. <laughs> you're, the, yeah, I, you're the only actor yeah, we know. Right? <laughs> You'll be the most famous person we have on our podcast. <laughs> well, cool. Thank you. I, I will hold that badge with honor. As you should. Uh, um, where? I know I'm eating up your time, no, no, no. so I'm just like... You're, oh, you're we've fine. gone a lot longer before. I just have one more question. Um, do you know where people might be able to see these films? Are they going to be like... Um, uh, what's the word like a film festival type deal or are they going to be put out somewhere uh as far as the first night of summer that one i believe is going to festivals and then this one uh midnight is going to theaters yo mm. i'm gonna go see that that's gonna that's yeah. gonna be really exciting no. i'll be sitting there like i know her <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I don't know when, um, but I, I'm, I'm very excited. And, you know, they said there's going to be posters and all kinds of stuff, so we will see. They said theaters, and I'm really hoping I'm not misquoting him. I'm, I, yeah. That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, like, I'm really happy for you right now. That makes me really happy. <laughs> Thank you. Um. I'm happy for you guys. Like, I mean, I remember when you're like, "Hey, check out this. This is a, our podcast." I was like, "No kidding!" <laughs> it's still not not a, not uh not as great as being in a movie. <laughs> we we just look. I I won't believe if I'm in a movie and until after the fact, and then even then I'll be like, "I'm in a movie." It's like, <laughs> like it, it, Wait a second. It doesn't feel. Weird. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was in that. <laughs> so, I don't know. Is buddy? Do you have anything else? Uh, no. I think I'm good. Um, Brennan, do you have any questions for us? That I don't know. <laughs> I, I just, normal, just normally ask our guests if they have any questions for us. I mean, the questions I have for you are like more like. Yeah, how's life? Are you okay? Like, what's going on? Like, but that's that's not really things for podcasts. I am literally just... dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but you're almost but you're almost twenty five now. So I, I peaked in high school and now I am dead dead inside. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that happens once 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 you get twenty five, you're like, wait a minute, I'm twenty five. No, I it's like starts to hit you i feel like more like it's it's just kind of begun 
kind of thing. Like, I got all the schooling done, and now it's just like, all right, now we can really stop playing around. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's. I mean, I also saw Jordan that you got married, so I was like, oh my god, like crying and like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like you're not okay i'm like I just love love guys leave me alone <laughs> yeah it's been a, a lot of a lot of changes in the past few few years and i i sort of i have to agree with jesse it sort of just feels like it's taken off from here which is which is encouraging yeah <laughs> that's awesome like I'm real, I'm really proud of you guys. Like that, it's not like me just being like, I'm just gonna say this because no, like I don't, I don't give out compliments because I think they're fun. Um, I definitely, like it. This is a really cool outlet, and I think because these two have been friends forever, that it's just a great opportunity for you guys. And I mean, you get to really see your dynamic, and your dynamic works so well. Thank you. You know, awesome. I, Thank you so much. I honestly think that this this show is is just gonna just keep growing. That and you guys are gonna have so much fun. That's the goal. And I just <laughs> not I have to actually work a real job. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, Brennan, it right. was wonderful having you on here. Uh, do you have anything you want to shout out? Whenever midnight comes out, uh, check it out. I just panicked. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to my homies. Like I, don't, I didn't know what to say. I have a little list <laughs> on the bottom of the, of the uh, Google Doc if you want to look at that. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the things you should show. <laughs> I, I went ahead and wrote wrote down a few things that maybe might might help you. <laughs> Pointers. Uh, Everyone should listen to J and J Connection. That's... I didn't write that. That was not, That's on, the... not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> you have an Etsy page? Oh, I do. That's right. I was like, where is it? Um, I do have an Etsy page. It is Brush by Beauty, uh, where you can check out my paintings and buy them. Uh, they are on Etsy. Um, yeah, I paint weird things. Sometimes I paint faces. Sometimes I paint um, landscapes. It kind of just depends. I'm I'm just now starting out. It's not like I meant to, like, accidentally fell into painting. It was just something I was doing. Just me and Bob in my living room, just painting. Um, I was going to say, they're very... Hanging out with Bob. They're now. very Bob Ross-esque. <laughs> yeah, they started off that way, and then um, I just started... Just stopped, kind of stopped watching Bob Ross and just started doing my own thing. And um, they, people were buying them, and I'm kind of surprised. And that, that's um, the goal. And, <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I didn't. I was very much like, I'm just paying them because I, you know, this is kind of like, I don't want to say my therapy, but it's it's very therapeutic to paint. Right. So I just painted. Um, and then I had many people be like, you should sell them, you should sell them. And I was like, mm. and one of my um, very dear friends was like, you know what, I really think you should. And I don't, I was like, okay. Like, it was just like, fine. Like, after hearing it so many times, I was like, all right, I'll do it. And that friend also gave me the name of, of their, um, of, of my Etsy shop. So, you know who you are. Um, you get all the credit. <laughs> that's awesome 
Well, thank you again for being on, Brennan. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Audible helps you get through the books you're struggling to read by listening to them. With Audible, you have access to thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedies, and exclusives from Audible Originals you won't find anywhere else. By using our link, you get access to 30 days completely free. But buddy, guess what else? But buddy, what else? You also get one audiobook completely free, and you can cancel anytime. To get this amazing deal and to support us, please follow our link to www.audibletrial.com slash j&jconnection and sign up now. Okay, Brennan has left the building, or left our Discord. <laughs> I thought... No, that's a trade secret. That's... Oh, yeah. You guys aren't allowed to know that we use Discord. Discord doesn't exist, guys. Discord doesn't exist, even though they're a great platform to be used. And they could be our sponsor if they wanted to. If they wanted to. You know, it's only... It's up to them. Anyway... I thought that was a really interesting podcast. I, I mean, I know I've, I've said this before about our guests. And I, I say, like, oh, I think that went that was really good or yada, yada, yada. But this, mm. personally for me, was one of my most... I was very interested about what, she's, what she does and what, like, how it all works. Yeah, but more generally, I maybe it's just selection bias. But we like the people we pick. It seems like they've gotten really far in a very short amount of time. And I guess we're not all that young anymore. But I don't know to see to see people succeeding a lot, like just as far as the people we bring on the podcast. That's an interesting, interesting thing. It's encouraging. Yeah, like well, to find out, I, I knew she was. I saw she was cast in the movie Midnight. Through, through her Facebook, but to now learn that it's going to actually be in theaters, that that is what got me really excited. I was like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. She's she's doing it, which is awesome, you know? Yeah. It's like she's one of the few people that's actually reaching out to fulfill her dream of being an actor or actress. Hmm. Do you... I, yeah, I mean, out of a out of a class, I don't know, out of a class of a hundred people growing up, it's like, I you know, it just you people want to go out and they succeed, but then sort of by the end of high school, reality sets in. You're like, all right, maybe I should just get comfortable with settling, but you know, then again, you just go out and keep doing what you're doing. And there you go. Yeah, I mean, you should never settle. I mean, I remember because me, me and <laughs> what. You should settle sometimes. Settle for what? Settle for something you're worth, but, like, at the same time. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. But, I mean, if you You know, because I, I think she, she's definitely, like, climbing the ladder and stuff, but, um, you know, she she has a goal, and, you know, I think you, you can settle on your goals, and yeah, well, you yeah. end up pretty far. I don't... I thought you meant, like, settle underneath your goals. Like, realize you're not going to reach it. 
That, yeah, well, I mean, at the end of high school, that's what it feels like. It's, it seems like, okay, I just need... I, I'm just going to be a guy or something and then just do do what other people do. I, I, I don't know. It's like in a world where everybody is just doing what they should be doing, which is completely fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to excel, and so whenever people excel, it's it's like a it's a big deal. And I think we should learn from them and you know be happy for them. Right. I mean, it's it's really exciting because I remember because me and Brennan did musicals and we did theater together, and she loves loves this stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. She knew what she wanted to do way early on. Like Logan made that decision. Brennan, excuse me, also made that decision that she was going to go like go for it. And now she's, well, she said it before I'm saying it. She's just doing the stereotypical being a waitress as an actor type deal. But, you know, it's, it's a lifestyle that she seems to love. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of, in retrospect, I kind of wanted to, or would would have liked more time to ask about lifestyle questions because they're various. They're like all of these things that she's telling us. I'm sort of weighing against the, um, you like what you see in movies of what casting calls look like and things like that. Right. And yeah. It's sort of it's sort of interesting to I, honestly, whenever she was talking about uh, her first casting call or audition. Um, when she was talking about uh, in New York, all yeah, New York and all those people being helpful, um, like that's that's not what I would expect. Uh, having my biases uh, created by the media or something, but it almost it reminded me of powerlifting meets because it's like you got these big burly dudes who are two hundred fifty pounds huh. and bench bench houses, but you know you talk to them, they're like, yeah, no, this is what I do. Here's what. Here's what, uh, here's, um, how to, how to get better. Here's what you're doing wrong. Here's some things to help. Do you need my knee wraps? It's like things like that. And it's like, there's a lot of camaraderie in groups like that. And yeah. So I, I thought that was extremely interesting. <clears throat> you know, now that you mentioned that, it's like, I don't know. So it's, it's interesting because you're realizing that these people who we automatically kind of put above us you know because they they're sitting on this side of the desk or they're the ones making the big decisions or they're the ones who bench press 900 pounds Mm -hmm. or something like that it's just like how did you get there and it's like well let me tell you because it's that easy you could just ask them i mean obviously she told us someone like seth rogan can't really go up and just start talking to them unless they start talking to you but I'm sure there's ornery people out there, too, who who wouldn't help you. Right. But I'm sure someone like him, he seems like it's a he's a regular guy. He just has a very important, like an extremely important role that he has to do. And he has to be all in on a cert on a on a character and stuff like that. And that's why you're not supposed to talk to them. But if it came down to it, it's probably just a regular guy. Yeah. And I mean, now we can say we know we know an actress now. And so like my thought process is like going like, well, she's been in this movie. I'm sure she's going to be in more movies that are be even bigger. And it's like, how do we like 
Brennan is not not gonna be Brennan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, sort of. And it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see, and it's more like even if you're not interested in theater and stuff, you can at least take this um, like her story is like a success story of following your dreams and get like fulfilling them or like being on the right path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are doing it. It's good to see. It is good to see. And it makes me feel good. Like, even though I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> but I'm the one who's interviewing them. <laughs> it's like, heck yeah, man. You you go for it. You get that. You make that goal. We're like, uh, remember that scene in The Office where uh, Dwight was giving this speech and like he had thou- like a thousand people on board and they were cheering for him. Yeah, he's but just then- sweating. <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, Michael gets to talk to him afterward, and Dwight loves him, so he'll just listen to whatever he's saying. (laughs) Dwight Dwight was the guy who could captivate thousands, Right. but we're the guys who could captivate the guy who captivated thousands. (laughs) Right. I hope hope at at the end of all of our podcasting, or like from years now, we'll just be the guys that knows... A ton of important people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, if we want to get an audience with them, it's not that hard for us. Like, it's just like a text away or a call. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, you want to be on a podcast or something? And then, yeah. Boom. I don't know. It makes me excited because now we can benefit from their success. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> that's sad, but that's exactly that's exactly what the podcast is at this point. <laughs> uh, who knows? I like I like to think we help people. I I like to think that too. We I mean we at least we can inspire them using other people's stories. <laughs> hey, I mean, again, listen to this American Life. That's basically all that podcast is. It's like other people doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh. I don't know, like, it's, you know, I, I guess but it, it think, is kind of, it is, it, we are sort of vicariously living through them and leeching off their success, <clears throat> but at the same time, we're some guys who went to a high school of 95 people, mm-hmm. and uh, someone graduated, and now they're, I mean, they're on the screen, like, and right. that could, that could literally, like, th- there's no excuse anymore, that literally could be, could be us, and sort of, I think that's an uh, inspiring, it's daunting, but it's an inspiring message. Yeah, it, it honestly, having all these people on it, it makes me want to do more, like, even mm. though, like, we just, we just have a podcast right now, but, who like, who knows what's gonna happen, I'd, I'd like to do, I mean, I would like to do something like acting, I've often talked about wrestling on this podcast, but mm. I'd like to do something else and be like, yeah, he's a wrestler, but he also has a podcast. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think yeah. I would ever, I don't think I'd ever give the podcasting up if I was doing well somewhere else. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, I, so- I sort of look at it as I want to bring the experience I get and share it with people. And so hopefully people can get on board with that 
and hopefully we can keep on reaching out and giving other people a platform to share their experience as well. Right. And to kind of show that people are just people. Hmm. No matter what success level they reach, they're all just people. Peoples um, is peoples. Peoples is peoples. Is there anything else you want to add? Uh, No, that's it for me. That's, that's about it. Uh, I guess we never do this whenever, and maybe we'll cut all of this out, but uh, we never do this whenever we have guests, but buddy, how was your day? Oh, jeez. Uh, it was pretty good. I, um, it was an off day at the gym. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Well, no, not, 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 like, not like an off day. Oh, it was okay. A re- it was a rest day. Okay. So, I, uh. That's an important part of training. Yeah. So, it instead. Was an on day. Instead of. Uh, going to the gym, I walked on a treadmill for two miles an hour for 30 minutes. Alright. And then I played 30 minutes of Beat Saber, which I, I love using that game as like a cardio that exercise. Is it is hard. Story, yeah. I sweat up a storm, man. And then then I decided, like, let's go, let's get in the pool today because it's hot. And... I decided it would be fun to see if I could tread water for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. I did it, but it sucked. I bet. But, uh, but yeah, now I can now I can tread water for 10 minutes if I'm in a boat and it ever sinks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got 10, 10 minutes, minutes to save me. <laughs> After that, I'm, just, I'm dead. <laughs> That's funny. Buddy, how was your day? Uh, I guess it's not my day, but it's sort of a feeling of the day is I was looking so I have to get on Instagram now because um we have a podcast and apparently we get feedback on the podcast there and so I was looking at it and I was just going through my old uh lifting videos on Instagram those were like, the days I was like man look at how great that was I just kept on looking 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 and eventually I was just like okay I I can't keep doing this anymore so I worked out for the first time in a like a, probably a month and uh so i hopefully i can keep on that and uh, because the other inspiration too is i have a wedding to go to and i only own one suit Mm -hmm. and that was from a time when i was when i was still doing those lifting videos so got a little bit of time i don't have to gain all the muscle back but i do need to lose lose some that i found you know i i also have two weddings to go to and i'm actually in both of them La dee da. Yeah, I've, I can I, I can actually say I've been I've oh no I can't because I was in Dave's. I'm gonna be in three of the four nope three of the five weddings I've ever been in or go. gone to I've been in. But um, I I have not been to a lot of weddings. What was I gonna say? No, but I, I've often looked gone deep into the the past of instagram and seeing those lifting videos and i i gotta say i'm a lot stronger than i was then but mm-hmm. but my god i weigh a lot more than i did then. hey man summer bulk it's covid bulk COVID what else bulk. are you gonna do well i want to lose weight and i'm wondering and i might cut this part out <laughs> we, we always say that i always say that i might cut this part out if i can't stick to it I don't but, think we've ever cut out a part that we said we're going to cut out, but that's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm wondering if I if I commit on here and say I'm going to try to lose weight every week until I get to 
around 200 and I think 210 to 215 is an ideal area to reach for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if I say it on here, like, I'm going to lose weight and keep updating everyone on my weight loss journey <laughs> if I'll actually do it. Yeah, if we get any feedback, that could be it. Yeah, maybe. Encourage the feedback. Who knows? I'll leave this one in, and then if you don't hear me talk about it next week, that's because I didn't do, didn't lose any weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, we'll probably cut this part. I'm going to leave it in, because I'm going to be lazy. Anyway. going to cut... Are we going to cut the outro? What outro? This part? No. The outro <laughs> comes after this. Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. They're available wherever you get your podcasts from. And don't forget to follow us on, the, on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can email us. And don't forget to check out the Audible link, all provided below in the description. My wife told me that I had to stop standing like a flamingo or leave, so I had to put my foot down.